Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. Post-election, is there hope for America? Is there hope for Oregon? Yeah, there is. Including, notwithstanding, rather, the machines and the other things that are nah, the more traditional ways of cheating that are going on out there. All of this is what we're going to talk about today, plus measure 114, some things there. Today's the last day for you to help Republicans and non-affiliated voters Cure their ballots. We have till five o'clock. There is, by the way, a great map that was produced. It's a Google interactive map. I actually have it up on my screen, and you can have it up on your computer screen too. And there's a revised list put out by the Marion County Republican Party that you have to download as an Excel file. Thanks to um, Avis for forwarding me that there is a revised list and you have to have to download it as an Excel file. Now they have the Google map file is without any Dems, Democrats or Pacific Green or Progressive Party people. And it's and it's a great you can you can open it up, you can move it around, you can see where these uh, folks live so that if you are someone who wants to help cure balance, every vote still today matters. Every one of them. If the Republican Party is engaged in doing this all across the state, in going to the non-affiliated, in going to the... You're, you're not asking people to change how they vote, okay? Because they can't. They've already voted. But something's wrong with their ballot. Usually it's the signature. There's a form and there's a process you can go to to fix that. But because today's the last day, you got to go out and you got to get it done before five o'clock. That means you're going to have to get in your car and go drive to their house. Or in some cases, maybe if you call them this morning, um, maybe they say, come to my work, you know, whatever. Um, every single vote counts and it votes these votes count when it comes to all of these elections, the local elections, and some of these elections are a lot closer than we would want them to be and should have been. 
And if I go back to, is there hope for Oregon electorally? Well, yes, there is. And in the coming days, you're going to hear more about that. But this map is, is so cool. And thanks to, um, let's see, thanks to, no, that's the wrong one. Thanks to, thanks to, thanks to. Michael Stuff, he put, he uploaded all of that data, put it in this Google Maps, and it is just cool. You can, you can just drill down and you can see where these people are. If there's anybody even close to you, you should consider helping cure ballots. Now, how do you do this? Well, shoot me an email or you can shoot Anna an email at Oregon People's Vote and it's Ann Tag 360 at proton.me so it's A-N-N-T-A-G 360 at Proton, P-R-O-T-O-N, Proton.me. Okay? And she'll help you get that process underway today. Today. And it's incredibly important. We need to fill as many uh, of these. We need to cure as many ballots as possible today. But before five o'clock, get them turned in because every one of these makes a difference in measure 111 and measure 114. This is so, so important. A date has been set for this Friday for the injunction that was filed by the plaintiffs in the underlying lawsuit against measure 114. It's Adam Johnson here of coat of arms, uh, gun shop. In Kaiser, Kevin Starrett of the Oregon Firearms Federation, and Sheriff Lowy, or Loney of Sherman County. They filed the underlying lawsuit, and now they are filing, or they did file the injunction. This Friday, a judge in Portland is going to hear that motion for the emergency Injunction. Now, there's a companion story today, and a lot of this is up on OregonWatchdog.com, about this law professor who says Oregon Measure 114 may not see full implementation for years. Norman Williams is a constitutional law professor right here at Willamette University in Salem, and said these, the lawsuit filed in federal district court originally in Pendleton while they moved it to district court to liberal judge Ann Aiken in Portland. Um, They moved it to there. He says it's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other hand propositions. The permit to purchase requirements, I think, will ultimately be upheld by federal courts. But the ban on high capacity magazines, I think, will ultimately be struck down. Now, that's one law professor's opinion. 
who knows how this is going to play out if it goes all the way to the Supreme Court. It'll take weeks or months, he is quoted in the story, for the court to ultimately decide whether Measure 114's constitutional in whole or just in part. And then whatever that decision is made here in Oregon, that will be appealed by either side to the Ninth Circus Court of Appeal. That could take a year or more. Once it then, once there, that'll be appealed to the Supreme Court of the United States. Now, it's a crapshoot, a roll of the dice, whether the Supreme Court takes the case on. In any event, that case could take three or four years to implement. He said, this means the December 8th is not expected to be the start date for the new law. He said, I suspect that the district court will enter a temporary restraining order and a preliminary injunction. Those are two different things, but he suspects that that's what's going to happen. Now, that's, again, one law professor's opinion. This is why curing every one of these ballots, think about what it would be if we cured enough ballots all across Oregon to reverse the results of the this thing barely passing. It doesn't take that many. And if this is happening in every county, hope and pray that it is, that it'll make a huge difference. How cool would that be? Hmm? By the way, the Multnomah County weasel sheriff, and that's the only way to describe Mike Reese, who's Resigning, so someone can be appointed. This is the typical scam that always happens. It happened here in Lynn County. It's happened here for years in Lynn County. The undersheriff then gets appointed, and the fix is in. Well, Mike Reese won't take a strong stand on Measure 114. He says, quote, and this is a coin six, eye on politics interview, and you can watch it. There's uncertainty, and I'm going to ask for people's patience as we move forward with this new process It may need some additional delays in the permitting, and I'm going to just ask people to be patient as we staff up. How about if you take a a strong stand, Mike, and say it's unconstitutional and we don't have the ability to enforce it? The heck with staffing up. Who's going to pay for that, by the way, Mike? You're going to go to the county and ask for more money? Your lefty commissioners, really? I'm sorry, I am a little cynical. Here Yesterday, the Maricopa Corrupt Board of Commissioners certified the election. And of course, today, or actually yesterday, the Arizona counties are threatened with a class six felony charges if they don't certify the rigged election. And who's threatening them? Well, it's the gal who just got elected, supposedly, governor, Katie Hobbs, who is the Secretary of State. Carrie Legg spoke out last night. She said, I will not quit. That's good for her. She's going to file another lawsuit once the results are officially certified. That's how you have to do it, according to state law, then. Now, Katie Hobbs has already sued Cochise County for failing to certify the fraudulent results. Yavapai County 
supervisor has been threatened with class six felony charges if they fail to certify. The county attorney said, you got to certify today or you face the class six felony charges. Really? Stand firm. In fact, Ron Gould of the Mojave Board, Mojave County Board of Supervisors was told that he would be arrested if he didn't certify the election. Now, this is why you need a strong sheriff who will stand up and say, nope, ain't doing it, folks. Just ain't doing it. Lots more to talk about, and we'll get to... Um, all of it. But do you think there's hope for Oregon? Yeah, there is. There's not only hope for Oregon, there's hope for the entire country. And in the coming days, we'll share with you what is happening and just did happen in Oregon that ought to give you hope about elections. And it all revolves around you. Folks, I want to thank Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, for again being one of our great sponsors. RighteousRenovations.com is his website where you can go see why you should have confidence in him as a contractor who can come into your home and do a great remodel in your bathroom or your kitchen. RighteousRenovations.com. Go check it out. Back in a moment at 6.20. Microphone. Yeah, it's clearing Call up. We're Jeff back now home. at 503 That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us today. 503-589-1220. Sorry about the static think we've got that fixed check some connections uh as we go along uh willamette week has a story about advocates are collected the necessary signatures to put a capital gains tax on the spring ballot this spring in multnomah county and it is going to be a tax. It's 0.75 of 1% on all capital gains. So that means that if you have, you know, you have a business and you sell the business and you make a profit, you're going to get charged a tax or the sale of stocks, bonds, or real estate. And the whole idea that they want to do this is to fund legal representation for residents facing evictions. The Portland chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America, eviction lawyers, and others are hoping to 
pass this. Get it on. It's all. They gathered enough signatures, folks. They only needed twenty-two thousand. They gathered thirty-three thousand five hundred. They're probably going to have enough. Now, this is not new. They did this in New York, San Francisco, and other places. It's just another way to drive the rich people out of Portland and Multnomah County to other places that don't do this craziness. It's death by a thousand cuts. Dale sent me a text message about all the people who never voted. Like the one of my friends, they're the ones that caused the Measure 114 fiasco by their pathetic apathy in the face of so much danger. I can't disagree with that at all. Friends, if you're looking for natural pain relief, do what I do. I use CBD and I use CBD from ProBioscience here in Salem. And you can go to their website, which is hempandcbdoutlet.com. It's hempandcbdoutlet.com. It's all one word, hempandcbdoutlet.com. They have new lower prices, and they have free shipping on orders over $20. And they have these great kits, beauty kits. They have pet kits. You know, we use that. I use their sleep formula that helps me sleep, and I also use their their butter salve, which is an incredibly powerful and effective Sab to help me with some of my aches and pains. If you want all natural pain relief with no drug side effects, you can use and you should use CBD only from ProBioscience. They use only Oregon grown CBD, which is the highest quality there is. When I grew CBD from hemp, I sold it to them. I know the tough standards as a grower that you have to adhere to under the Oregon Department of Agriculture rules. They are the toughest in the country. You can be assured that that means you're getting the highest quality product that there is. So during the month of November, and we're almost at the end of it, today's the 29th, get a 15% discount on any of the great products you order online. 15% off if you use the word, and the discount code for this month is election. Hempandcbdoutlet.com. Hempandcbdoutlet. Oregon People's Vote is asking you to show up tomorrow at the Marion County Commissioner's Meeting, 9 a.m. And in their newsletter, they say, this is an ongoing effort to inform the board members and the public of the problems we've witnessed with elections in Marion County and Oregon by regularly presenting the commission with concerns, data, and testimony by Oregon People's Vote members. The more OPV members we can have in the audience, the better. We want the commissioners to see that election transparency is a priority for many of us. So it's 9 a.m. tomorrow. The public comment segment's usually in the beginning. Each of you will have three minutes to speak. But if you don't want to speak, that's fine. Just come and show up and support those people at OPV 
that are Oregon People's Vote. It's at the Marion County offices. That's 555 Court Street in Salem. Ian Watts and others will be speaking. Now, you also need to submit your election observation notes. You can do that at info at OregonPeoplesVote.com. Info at OregonPeoplesVote.com. If you saw something and you made note of it, send it by email to Oregon People's Vote. They need them. Need them right away. They have three meetings scheduled. Their regular meeting is Tuesday, December 6th. It's a week from tonight. And then they have an end-of-year social. It'll be Saturday, December 17th. And if you want to attend, again, email them, RSVP at info at OregonPeoplesVote.com. Then they have another meeting Tuesday, December 20th. And then they have also the previously recorded Battleground Oregon Facebook Live video with Lars, Don Powers, Mark Thielman, Chuck Weiss, Mark Anderson, Steve Jonkus, discussing the current and next steps. And they haven't... See that. By the way, there is no political coffee class meeting tonight. Back in a moment at 6 30. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you back with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220 or shoot me an email. Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news, and I'll do my best to read it on the air. Just don't wait till the end of the show, okay? Because I don't have enough time then to read it on the air. A powerful email I have to read to you from Matt about Salem-Kaiser schools. I want to get to that. Also going to go to the phones in a moment. Elon Musk maybe said... The 23 most powerful words for our day that could be said about the future of this great country. Here's what it is. He wrote on Twitter, quote, this is a battle for the future of civilization. If free speech is lost, even in America, tyranny is all that lies ahead. Unquote. Amen. Elon Musk is not a man of faith necessarily, is still a liberal, but he's right about this. This is something that you can use in your conversations with people. Remember, I keep telling you about the whole purpose of this radio show help you change your world by having persuadable conversations with persuadable people. Talking about Twitter. 
Elon Musk restoring some 62,000, let me say that again, 62,000 banned accounts is a piece of it. It is free speech. Even if you don't like my free speech or like what somebody else is saying, that's okay. The fact that we have free speech and debate is a lot better than being in the gulag of North Korea or some liberal cities that don't allow that either. Before I go to the phones, I want to remind you, Freedom Heating and Air is a great Mid-Valley company. It's been here almost 50 years, and they've been here and survived the ups and downs of economic cycles by just being really good at what they do. It's kind of cold out right now, 32 degrees. We may, by Friday, may get a little rain mixed with snow. If your heating system is not keeping up in your home, your business, you really owe it to yourself to fix that and fix it right away because people are uncomfortable and it's not good. Call Freedom Heating and Air and they will come and fix it right away because that's one of the great ways they built their business all these years. Emergency services. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. That's their number. They'll come out. They'll get it fixed for you. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website. We'll go to the phones. We'll start with Art. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Global warming, my rear end. Anyways. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) The reason why I called in, Jeff, is the commissioner's meeting. That's happened tomorrow, correct? At 9 a.m. Okay. If you cannot go everybody because you have to work okay you need to call our county commissioners and flood them with calls in support of this election integrity stuff they need to know in a big way uh that what's going on in our county uh is well, it's just terrible. There is no dang doubt about it. So go to the Marion County Commissioner's website. The phone numbers are there for our three commissioners. And make sure that you leave them a little message that you want voter integrity in Marion County, and we're not getting it. You're right. Uh, and what's interesting is is that when we had the political coffee clutch, and folks, we are not having a political coffee clutch tonight, okay? We're kind of going to every other week. We'll see how next week works out. Uh, I may have to delay it also uh, just because I may be on the road traveling. May not be able to make it happen. I'm still kind of a little bit up in the air. But, but your your point is is well taken, folks. It, it's important. Yes, it, you got to do it. And I realize, like me, I, I have to work tomorrow. I can't go to a meeting at nine a.m. in the morning. But I sure as hell, excuse my French, Jeff, uh, can let 
the commissioners know that we want voter integrity in Marion County, period. So this is what's incredibly important. Ian filled us in that they watched and were observing Marion County of Elections and there were people working there when they were supposed to be shut down. Exactly. I want you to think about that. Because Jeff. that violates the law, Art. Well, it violates the law in that people have to be there have to be observers from both parties there when they're working. If they're You're processing right, Jeff, and and the garbage has to stop. And the only way it gets stopped is if we do it. And our Duggan <laughs> County Clerk needs to be held responsible for his inappropriate actions and allowing this garbage to go on. Uh, and who in the heck knows what they're doing? That's exactly right. And the process, remember, this is about election transparency, not just integrity, yeah. but transparency. Because that's the law, Art. That's yeah, what the well, law said. It's absolutely right. And it's about dang time, Jeff, that these doggone public officials comply with the law to the letter. Period. I agree. Now, the only way that that's going to happen is just what you suggested. Folks, if you can't make the Marion County Commission meeting tomorrow at 9 a.m., do exactly what Art said. Make a phone call, write an email, say that you support election transparency, full election transparency. And if Amen. they don't, then the second way is we start filing lawsuits. Now, that's where battlegroundoregon.com comes in and what Mark Thielman is doing with his federal lawsuit. Art, thanks so much. God bless Great you. suggestion. Great suggestion. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick's GMC talk line. A Georgia County man, a 62-year-old man, was convicted of voter fraud in Georgia. They just sentenced him to 25 years in prison. He's 62. Now, William Chase is this guy's name has a long history of felonies, okay? Forgery, bankruptcy fraud, theft, shoplifting, forgery in the first degree, stealing public documents, financial identity fraud. He's a bad actor. But he got arrested. Now listen to this. And then, Gary, I'm, I'm going to go to you in just a minute. I, I, I need to put this out there. Because this is about elections, right? This is what Oregon peoples vote. This is how you ensure election transparency and integrity. This guy filled out an absentee ballot for somebody else and forged their signature. Okay? It was sent to a P.O. box at an old address by mistake. Hello? This is what Oregon law has just allowed to happen. This is why what Oregon people's vote is doing is so important. So when the husband of the original owner, the wife, got his absentee ballot, and she didn't, he called the Walker County Elections Office. Elections Office found that it had already been his wife's ballot, sent to the wrong address by mistake. It had been accepted, but it hadn't been counted. That it appeared to have her signature. The resident went to the Elections Office and pointed out that it was not her signature. The DA 
the elections office canceled the forged ballot and had a new ballot sent. The elections office then requests Secretary of State investigate the forged ballot. The DA says they learned that Chase was the current owner of the P.O. box where it was sent. They matched his fingerprints on the forged ballot. They then took him to court. He got sentenced to 25 years. How often is this happening and it's not being caught? Let's talk to Gary. Gary, good morning. Go Beebs. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Hey, um, tonight we're going to have our first meeting for the Kill the Vax uh, uh, group um, uh, in uh, Wilsonville. I just want to let you know about it. Anybody that has been uh, damaged, uh, losing their jobs, etc., cetera, uh, should come to this meeting um, because... Uh, we're going to try. We're going to organize. We we have the, uh, the 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 basic structure to be able to do this. And you know, we've been uh, researching the vaccine vaccine for a long time. Okay, what time? So anyway, we're going to be at the uh, uh, Black Bear Diner in Wilsonville at six thirty tonight. Six thirty tonight, and this is your group that is forming to fight vaccinations in Oregon, right? Correct. Yeah, we need to kill the vax. Black Bear Diner in Wilsonville. Gary, thanks. Great job. Go you bet. Bye. Back in a moment, friends. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour again. If you want to be part of the vaccination group that is forming, Gary's a big part of that. They're going to meet tonight, 630 in Wilsonville at the Black Bear Diner. Just show up. Now, in a moment, I'm going to get to this email from Matt about um, his daughter came home from Salem Kaiser Schools. You're not going to believe. Well, yeah, you probably would believe it, folks. Talk about that in a moment. Got to re- got to thank MyPowerHonda.com, Power Honda, for being one of this radio show and this radio station sponsors. If you're looking for a good, new or used, high quality automobile. Check out their website, mypowerhonda.com. Thank you, guys. Appreciate very much. And appreciate all of you who actually take these ads to heart and you take time to talk to our advertisers. And when you do, please tell them you literally heard their ad on this show and on this radio station. And that's one of the reasons you're contacting. It really helps us retain that relationship with that advertiser and it helps the advertiser know that the money they're spending is worthwhile. So thank you. Power Honda. Go to mypowerhonda.com. Oh, by the way, got uh, an email from John. In addition, there are additional plaintiffs that have been added to the federal lawsuit. Cody Brown is the Union County Sheriff. Brian Wolf is the Malheur County 
sheriff. Thank you, John, for adding. And Harold Richard Hayden, I don't know who he is, but he is one of the plaintiffs. So in addition, we have Sherman County Sheriff Brian Lowry, Oregon Firearms Federation, and Adam Johnson here of Coat of Arms Gun Shop here in Kaiser. Now, I'm going to try to get um, Adam to come on. I, I've, you know, Oregon Firearms Federation is, is a good friend of mine, and that is um, Kevin Sterrett. Uh, he's he's not talking to anybody, or at least hasn't been, uh, about this issue. And probably this is really good legal practice in terms of their lawyers. The lawyers are not talking about it. They're not giving interviews, or at least they haven't. And while you are in the process of suing, that's not bad advice. But here's where I think it is missing the opportunity. You see, as much as anything, we need powerful representation in the court of public opinion. This is the thing that Mark Thielman gets, and it is so right. This is why he's out there talking about his federal lawsuit, why Steve Jonkis, his lawyer, is out there talking about it. It is so important. It's the court of public opinion. This is how you win. And this is what's sad We can't get the people involved in the Measure 114 lawsuit, at least so far, to come out and talk to us. It's a missed opportunity. Now, I realize this show isn't as big as Lars, or uh, and, and I get that. But the truth is, we still have an impact, every one of us. For instance, I'm going to share with you probably tomorrow the legal case against Measure 114. Now, I just started the show talking about this law professor here at Willamette University, his opinion. There's another legal case, and I'm going to share that with you tomorrow, and it's a good one because it uses prior Supreme Court rulings as a guide. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow, okay? This is really important. Now, we're going to continue to talk about how you can be absolutely, uh, oh, look at that. Another cryptocurrency is filing for bankruptcy. Yikes. It's called BlockFi. It halts all activity because they are exposed to FTX. By the way, it was interesting. A friend of mine is an activist uh, out of, Arizona sent me the story about how Sam Bankman Freed, who's the the criminal mind, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, maybe, allegedly, got to use those terms, don't want to get sued, you know, who is behind the FTX collapse, um, you know, he's said he wanted to replace George Soros as the main funder of the left. Well, didn't work out too good. At least so far. We'll see if he gets extradited from uh, the Bahamas, you know, where he built that $40 million mansion or bought it. Anyway, tomorrow we're going to talk about, and as time goes on, by the way, the F, the whole FTX thing is going to unravel. Now they're trying to keep it quiet. The federal judge is 
had some things sealed here in the bankruptcy, folks. The fix is in because the CIA is up to this in their eyeballs. So are the drug cartels. And my guess is a whole lot of people have been bought off by both and are keeping their mouth shut or they have damaging information on them because frankly that's how a lot of this happens they they get elected officials to do what they want when they need it it's the blacklist tv show all over again sad part is is it happens because many of these people are being blackmailed or the potential of being blackmailed, and they will do what is necessary when they have to. Oh, like maybe judges, sealing. Who are the real people behind FTX? Well, we know some of them already. We're going to get into, uh, I don't want to go off on a rabbit trail there. We're going to go in into tomorrow the legal case against Measure 114. This is written by an attorney who's in Portland. This is a good one. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. So just a little bit of a heads up. There is no political coffee meeting, political coffee clatch meeting tonight. I got to see about next week. I probably, what we probably should do is we've been holding them at the same time that Oregon People's Vote is holding their meetings. We should probably stagger them so that people have the opportunity to attend one one week and the other the next week. That would mean that I need to get off uh, next week. So I'm, I'm thinking about that, thinking about what it is that we can achieve. Because I'm telling you also, over the next few days, in fact, I'm going to bring you a very important interview with someone who's involved in turning around these local elections. Now, I told you I would share with you this email from Matt. Says, Jeff, my daughter just came home to show me a release form. She is in English class nine. And it's a book club deal where they have to do a report on it. Anyways, we looked up the list and every book is either sexual in content that even if I brought that book to work, I'd be fired on the spot. Drug use, painkiller usage, all of this. Killing people, white supremacists who killed. Every one of these is inappropriate for a high schooler, let alone an adult. He's disgusted with the Salem-Kaiser School District and the bunch of pedophile groomers, as he calls it. That anyone who approved these books should be in jail on child porn and promotion of killings. Yeah, we need to force that issue. See you tomorrow, folks.